We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another episode of talking halos i am your host today jared timms and i am joined alongside my co-host my partner in crime nate green nate how you doing it's a fantastic night jared it is a good night angels won we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about um and yeah it's just you know it's good i'm excited i'm excited let's just get right on rolling into this and there's been a lot of stuff made about it and i think it's time that us two pitchers talk about it, and that's the sticky stuff. So I don't know where this conversation is really going to go, but let's just jump right into it and and kind of give our feelings about how we feel about you know pitchers using a foreign substance to pitch. Are we okay with it? I think it depends on the foreign substance, honestly. Like we have guys who are using stuff that are like way, way, way out there, like. Not gonna name any names, um, but some guys are using like more than just pine tar, and I think if it's just a little pine tar here, a little pine tar there, it's not the end of the world. Because honestly, as a batter, I'm sure those guys would like the pitchers to kind of have an idea where the ball is going. Could you imagine Jordan Hicks not knowing where the ball is going because he doesn't have any sticky stuff? Well, he doesn't know where the ball's going, anyways. So. But, like, could you imagine no sticky stuff and 102 with that much movement? Like, you're just asking for someone to be put in the hospital. So, I think position players would like it a little bit, but I, I just think that pitchers have taken it from, like, a socially acceptable thing to, like, a let's see how far I can go without getting caught type of thing, and they've taken it way past that line of, like, socially acceptable. I agree with you. However, at what point do you say the ball is being doctored too much by the MLB? Hitters are at too much of an advantage. So pitchers at some point need to be at some type of advantage as well. 
Absolutely. And that's that's why I'm okay with a little bit of pine tar. But, like, I, I think just, like, pine tar should be good enough to get the job done. I mean, there's certain guys that only use pine tar, and, you know, they're not crying about it. But you have guys, you know, some of the better pitchers in baseball are using stuff, like, that are extra, extra sticky, you know? It's like pine tar mixed with some other stuff, and it's like the ball sticks to your hand type of stuff. And that's where I think the issue comes, where it's like, hey, that's a little too much. Yeah, and, and I'm not even going to name names here. I've shaken some hands, and our hands might have stuck together after we shook hands. No, no, Maybe a major leaguer or two, maybe not. I'm not going to name names, but it's an ongoing joke. But if you ask Shohei Otani, and, and I'm not bringing this up because Shohei Otani uses anything, but I'm bringing this up because he's a two-way player. What he would rather have, a couple, let's say 300 more RPMs on his fastball, or to hit the ball 25 more feet, I don't know the science behind it, how much farther balls are going or anything like that, what do you think his answer would be? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think he would rather use the sticky stuff because, I mean, as we've seen with him, he's had some control issues. So I think the more that he's able to control the baseball, the better for him. Um, I think he's going to be able to hit whether the ball is, you know, dead or juiced. That guy just knows how to hit. Well, we've seen Shohei Otani at his worst in hitting. I think last year he was not a good hitter. I think we can both agree on that. I think a lot of people can agree on that. I think if we talk to Shohei, he would agree on that as well. He was not a good hitter last year. The balls were juiced up. The balls have been juiced up. The balls are still juiced up. They've probably taken it down a notch, but the balls are juiced. I mean, there's there's nothing hiding that. It's one of the worst-kept secrets in baseball. I mean, if you even want to call it a secret anymore, and, and, and that's what it is. And, again, worst-kept secret in baseball. Pitchers are using foreign substances, 100%. So it comes down to would you rather see a ball get hit 25 feet farther or would you rather somebody throw more strikes at the end of the day i don't know <laughs> i really don't know it's an interesting question to to kind of ponder in in everybody's head and then i i don't i really don't know what i'd rather see i mean i'm a i'm a pitcher i'll be honest here i never used sticky stuff just because i didn't know about it and 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 now i 
definitely would have. 100%. I would use as much as I can. Like, it would be, yeah, I would use sticky stuff 110%. And I would also hope that the balls are juice that I'm, that I'm hitting as well as being a two-way college player. Wink, wink. I really didn't hit very much, but I, I did do a little bit. And yeah, you know, it, it would been, it would have been interesting to see what I could have done with sticky stuff. I wouldn't have been making the major leagues and Nate, I know you probably didn't use sticky stuff either. Maybe some pine tar here and there and maybe some rosin, but I, I don't, you know, would it, if you would have known about the enhancements to pitching and knowing, you know, as a lefty that might've gotten you that much closer to getting drafted, would you have done it? I don't know. I, I mean, if I would have known that like a lot of my college teammates and guys we were playing against were using it, I probably would have used it. Um, I, I've only had one teammate that I knew openly was like, yeah, I'm using it. Um, but I, I didn't have too many teammates slash guys we were playing against where we were like, oh yeah, that guy's using pine tar. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely would have been interesting to see if it would have made me better or if I still would have been, you know, very average, but I mean, if it would have got me to the show, I would have done. I would have done it. Oh yeah, and I, I think that's why guys are using it now. It's it's to stay in the show because everybody wants to see themselves on pitching ninja and pitching nation with their disgusting pitches, and that's what gets you paid is strikeouts right now. And this type, that type of movement, you know, can only be done with using some type of foreign substance. I guarantee you, if you take away foreign substances, balls are not moving as much. And then we get back to the home run era, which we're still in the home run era, the three true outcomes era. And I don't think that's going away anytime soon, but I do think, you know, that that's kind of where we stand. And it, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think there's been a lot made of it. And this all comes after, like, right before we started this, talking about this podcast, I was watching, somebody sent me the Garrett Cole video, and... It was really funny, and I was like, I don't know, like, first off, that the guy who asked Garrett Cole if he uses spider tack should be banned from Yankee Stadium. Like, that is, there, there are things you don't do as a writer that, I mean, I've been in, I've been in press conferences before, and I, I sit back and I don't say much because I know my role <laughs> as a writer, as a podcaster, as an air quote angels reporter, whatever you want to call me minor league reporter, I, I know where I stand and I don't ask questions. I listen. I, I, you know, I just see what the players have to say. I, and I know there's a pecking order and I know there's things you ask and I think there's things you don't ask. That's one of them. You don't ask that. <laughs> so it wouldn't spread. I don't know who that was that asked it. I, I didn't even really read the, see the video that much. I was just watching it on John Boy and it was just kind of an interesting thing. I figured we would start this podcast off with and it's a good conversation I think we had. So, guys, as always, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos and making us the best Angels podcast out there. I truly believe we are. If you could, go follow us on all our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, shout out to Brock. Go follow him on Twitch. He's doing a lot of baseball stuff there. I might have to join him for a couple streams to play a little uh, MLB The Show against him. It'll it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. So, go follow Brock there on his Twitch, and go follow us on all our social medias. You can follow me on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate to, on NateGreen34, and you can go complain to him. Whatever you want to go complain about, he loves listening to you guys complain. So go complain to him there. And guys, give us one minute to 
pay the bills. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, personalized, Q&As of Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and you name all the other ones. You got them. Okay? The best part is you can get all this for only 15 bucks a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance in the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com forward slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. All right, guys, enough with all the introductions. Let's get this show rolling and talk some Angels baseball. Nate, the Angels won again. That's uh, what? At least two in a row, right? Yes. Two in a row, so... They won yesterday. Well, when you're listening to this podcast, they won two days ago. But, you know, the old saying goes, we won yesterday, we won today. If we win tomorrow, it is a winning streak. It has happened before. Nate, are you excited to see the Angels go for three straight wins or what? I mean, the Angels have won 10 of their last 15, too. They're three games under 500. They're playing some pretty good baseball right now. The offense is still going decently strong without Mike Trout. Uh, The defense is whatever you want to call it. The starting pitching has gone well. Again, we're going to talk about Andrew Heaney because I know that's always something fun to talk about with you. And the bullpen has been decently well in the past 15 games, but it definitely does feel like a roller coaster ride. I know we've talked about the bullpen a lot. We don't need to continue to you know hammer that down. We know what the issue is, or at least we think we know what the issue is. And until something different happens, I don't think the Angels can do much about it. So let's talk about Andrew Heaney. Nate? As always, I, I love listening to you talk about Andrew Heaney and all the fun that goes along with it. He threw 109 pitches tonight. He went well above his five-inning maximum that you put on him. I think he went six and two-thirds, threw 75 strikes, gave up, I think, six hits on one run maybe or something like that, had a lot of swings and misses. It was a lot of fun. I know you probably didn't get to watch it, but, I mean, Andrew Heaney working late into games is a good thing for everybody, right? Yeah, um, it is. It should really help his trade value when it gets to July 30th and we can send him away. Oh my Uh, gosh. (laughs) What happened to positive Nate? You said yesterday we were being positive. All of a sudden now we've turned the corner and it's negative Nate. No, no, no. I'm positive that they're going to get a good return for him. No, Andrew Heaney is the roller coaster. He's very hard to, to figure out because... There are days where he throws like this, and you're going, man, this guy could be an ace for us. And then there's days where he throws like, what was it, two starts ago, where he doesn't get out of the third inning, and it's like, well, you can't be an ace if you can't be at least some sort of consistent. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely is the roller coaster, like the, the always fun guy to watch to see, like, which Andrew Heaney are you actually going to get? It feels like, for the most part, you know what you're going to get out of everyone else. Quintana does not count. Um, But, like, for the most part, you kind of know what you're getting out of Alex Cobb. You kind of know what you're getting out of Griffin Canning. You used to know what you were getting out of Bundy and Otani. 
And Heaney was just kind of that guy where it's like, which one's going to show up? And, you know, good one showed up tonight. And, yeah, he threw the ball well. I, I didn't get to see a lot of the game. We actually were in the uh, playoffs tonight. We won our game, so we will be going to the quarterfinals. Well, congratulations on that. And, yeah, it was it was a good game. I know, you, again, you didn't get to watch too much. And you didn't get to see the Shohei Otani home run, which we'll talk about right now. Oh, you you probably have seen replays of it, or you saw it live, but yeah, it, that, that ball almost went out of the ballpark. And and I, I got to ask both of us this question: What's the farthest ball you've seen hit at Angel Stadium, in game or in BP? I'll let you think about it because I have I have a couple that I, that I've seen. It's not even close. It's the Barry Bonds home run off Troy Percival in the two thousand two World Series. That's fair. That can be the longest home run that you've seen. I, I've seen longer. Like that's one I I didn't see that in person though either. Like I saw the Nelson Cruz home run, that was four hundred eighty six feet or in air quotes four hundred eighty six feet. I don't know if it really was or not. That was an absolute bomb, without a doubt. I saw I've seen Josh Hamilton go to the left and up higher of where Otani's ball went. So I'm thinking four ninety in BP though. BP it is what it is. I've seen Ryan Spielberg, yeah, that's a name right there. I've seen Ryan Spielberg pull a ball almost to the second deck in BP. That was a lot of fun down the left field line. And I saw Matt Wieters one hop into that last tunnel in, in right field and go on to the concourse up up on the top. So that was another one that was that was quite special to see. In BP at least. I, I you know, when I used to go to BP and it used to be a lot of fun to go catch home run balls, but yeah, and, and then Shohei Otani, there's been video out there. I don't know if it actually happened or not, but it, it, supposedly he hit scoreboard at some point too, which was unbelievable that that happened too. But, but man, yeah, that that's that's impressive. Besides Barry Bonds' home run, do you have any other ones that you can think of that, that you've seen that are just absolute moonshots? I, I know Hamilton used to take a really, really fun BP, so I, I'm sure he hit one that was absolutely smoked. Um, I remember watching him in Texas where uh, he, him and Nelson Cruz would like go back and forth like playing uh, home run pig is what it looked like where they were like, all right, I'm going to hit this one oppo, third deck, and they would do it. It was just stupid. So I'm sure Hamilton did something. But, yeah, Bonds' home run against Percival was probably the longest one I've ever seen. Yeah, that, that's pretty damn impressive. And, yeah, it, it was it was a good game for the Angels, just all, all all together. You know, they didn't have to start Jared Walsh, which was a good thing that he got a day off. The Angels were able to win without that. Anthony Rendon's starting to heat it up a little bit. You know, if we want to get on to a little bit of Mike Trout news, Mike Trout's going to start jogging soon, which is big. Uh, Joe Madden said that they still don't expect him back until the, after the All-Star break, which makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, I mean, a healthy Mike Trout at some point in July is a huge thing for the Angels. And, yeah, I think we can just kind of get on to the minor league report unless you have something else you want to talk about when it comes to Angel- with with the Angels game tonight. No, no, all good. Let's move on to uh, the minor league report. It's just good to see uh, the Angels control a team that they are supposed to control. Yeah, the Angels did well, and... And actually, speaking of the Royals, I saw this in the minor leagues, and it's it's kind of interesting. Bobby Witt got a home run taken away tonight for not stepping on home plate. Did you see that? I, I did. That what? When's the last time two guys hit home runs on the same day and missed a base? 
Oh, I don't. I that, that's probably never happened before. Like even the minor leagues, that stuff doesn't. That doesn't happen. That's that's unbelievable. That 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 even happens at the major league level. Because like, you, did, did you did you see the video on it? Did you see the Cabrian Hayes one? No. What happened with that? He hit a bomb off Bueller in the first today, oh. and he missed first base by a good two feet. How Is do you that? miss a base? That gets a good question to go go on to here. Like I'm a pitcher. You're a pitcher. We're savvy enough not to miss bases. Like I knew, like Dan, like if I missed a base, I got to go back and touch it as a yeah. runner. Like I, there was no missing a base at all. Which I, I don't know. How do you miss a base? It was like he tripped and was like, ah, oh, they won't notice that I didn't hit it, and just kept going. I was like, and everybody saw it. Uh, no. So the Dodgers saw it. They ch- they like threw it to first. And the first base umpire kind of looked and was like, I don't know. So they went to replay, and it was so obvious on replay that they were like, I, I think it was like a 25-second replay where it was like, headset on, watch the play once, I go, yep, and then call them out. It was like super, super quick. This was on a home run? Oh, yeah. What? How do you trip on a home run? Oh, I'm so disappointed, man. But uh, the fact that two people missed bases and home runs got taken away is just is unbelievable. It's funny. It, it really is. So let's get on to our minor league report. The Salt Lake Bees lost tonight. The only one that really matters here. Joe Dell went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. I know I've been saying Joe Dell's going to get called up. I still think he's getting called up. He played in left field tonight, so that kind of goes away from you know that center field thing that had been happening. But again, he's he's very due to come up. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, Scott Shebler played in center field tonight. Jubutera DH, Spencer Griffin made his debut in AAA. It's AAA. What do you expect here? The bullpen looked good in AAA. Thomas Pannone gave up seven earned in four and a third for them. He has an 8.01 ERA in AAA. But again, ERA, it is what it is, what you can take away from that. Matt Dice is hitting really well and playing catcher, by the way. So I'm not yeah, saying he's going to catch. Bring up the fact that he caught tonight, I was going to be mad. Yeah, no, he he's catching down there, and it's it's a lot of it's interesting. I'll I'll tell you that I don't know defensively how he looks. I haven't been able to watch. In fact, I'll go back and watch some of the game that he played tonight after we record this and after we get this put up. But it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to see. So down to triple down to double A, should I say? The Rocket City Trash Pandas improved to fourteen and sixteen with an eight to seven win. They're hitting the ball well. Orlando Martinez hit a home run. Matt Jones hit a home run. Gavin, I'm going to butcher his name. Actually, Orlando Martinez didn't. He went three for five, one of the better outfield prospects for the Angels. Gavin, what's his last name? How do you say his last name? I'm not going to be able to get it. Chichini, I think is how you say it. Chichini. Chichini. I'm I'm so bad at that. He hit a home run his fourth of the year. Dalton Pompey, who the Angels just signed, hit his second home run of the year. And on to the pitching side of things, Kyle Tyler, who had been pitching fairly well, got a little bit, you know, he, he kind of lost it a little bit, went three and two-thirds, gave up three hits, three runs, two of them earned, walked four, and only struck out one. But regardless, the Angels still, or the Trash Pandas still won that game. So on to high A, where the Tri-City Dust Devils lost seven to four. Not a whole lot happening there, if you want to go and, and look. Jordan Adams is still on the DL, I believe, with some type of leg injury. Not a lot of people know what's going on there. Brennan Davis, the Lakewood native, hit his 10th double of the season. 
expect a call up for him soon because he's he's just kind of raking down there and he's one of the older guys. It wouldn't surprise me if he got called up to Double A here relatively soon. And yeah, Hector Yawn is another guy who's kind of interesting down there. Pitched five innings, he gave up four hits on four runs, all earned, five walks, five strikeouts. It, the stat line doesn't look great for Yon. I'm hearing some negative things about Hector Yon as well down there. So it'll be, it's a, it's going to be a hit or miss thing with with Yon to see kind of what's going on there. But on to our final team, the High A in, or the Low A Inland Empire 66ers, one eight to one. The big name here, Jeremiah Jackson, hit a grand slam, went one for fourth, four RBIs. I believe he leads all of minor league baseball and RBIs. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's up there. He's got 33 RBIs now on six home runs. Um, Braxton Martinez, another really interesting name. First baseman for high A, or for low A. Wow, I keep thinking Inland Empire is high A, but they're not anymore. Uh, Braxton Martinez went yard again, his sixth of the year. He also went three for four, improving his batting average to 318 with a 1.081 1.081 OPS, a lot of interesting names down there. Um, Martinez, Brex Martinez was actually a independent league signee. So, you know, you never know with some of those guys. Like Matt Shoemaker was an undrafted free agent, and he's playing Major League Baseball. So just someone to keep an eye on there. So, Nate, any final thoughts before we let everybody go? I don't know how much longer Matt Shoemaker's going to be playing Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean... It's he didn't get drafted. It's an unbelievable thing that he didn't get drafted to start with because for some strange reason I don't know how you miss on a he was an all star for a year I think if he wasn't he was a ten game winner which I know wins are what they are and you're like Jared it's wins I don't really care he won ten games at the major league level that's more than anybody else who listened to this podcast so it's you know the fact that he didn't get drafted is is. Quite amazing. So, what were you going to say? It's just funny, though, like how bad he's been this year. It's crazy that he's been that bad. Yeah, it's 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 tough to see it. It is really tough to see it, especially after how he was here in Anaheim and he got the good deal with with the Blue Jays, well, a decently good deal with the Blue Jays. Had to have Tommy John. I think he got hit in the head, too. Did he hit in the head with the, the Angels? I don't remember. The Blue Jays, I thought. Yeah, he got hit. And, you know, it was just good to see him recover. I think he also had Tommy John at the beginning of the year, at, at the beginning of a year with the Blue Jays. And, you know, it's been tough for him, but it's good to see him battle a former Angel. So, Nate, any final thoughts before we let everybody go? No, going to be an interesting one this uh, this evening. Uh, which Griffin Canning? Um, and I know we kind of already know what we're going to get out of Griffin Canning, but uh, we can hope that uh, the really, really good stuff shows up. Um but I am a little worried that Kansas City will break out because it's tough to keep these guys down. Kansas City, um, low-key, really good baseball club. I agree with you there, and it's uh, it'll be a fun game. I, I'm excited to see what Canning can do. I'm excited to see everybody else. And, yeah, let's let's see if the Angels can keep it rolling and get two games under 500, sweep the Royals. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, and have a great rest of your day.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.